News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Here's our to meet with Senior Gardaí this week to discuss the policing of anti-migrant protests. It comes after Taoiseach Leo Varadkar and the government uh, said they will work with Gardaí to make sure those responsible for attacks over the weekend are detected and held to account. We'll speak to the President of the GRA in just a minute. But first of all, Fianna Fáil TD for Dublin Bay South and Party Spokesperson on Justice Jim O'Callaghan. Good morning. Morning, Jonathan. What do you hope you, you will be able to achieve from this? Because there's different types of protests. We see a protest in Clare overnight with people blocking roads to prevent the arrival of 34 asylum seekers. How is that different to what happened at the migrant camp on Sandwich Street in Dublin at the weekend? Well, what happened in Dublin at the weekend wasn't protest. It was a criminal act against people who were intense, very vulnerable people. But I want to emphasise as well that that violence, it's not representative of what's generally happening in the southeastern city, which I represent. The vast majority of people there are very welcoming of the migrants that have come into the community. And I think we need to put in perspective the extent of the violence that took place at the weekend. It was horrific, it was reprehensible, but it also wasn't representative of what's happening in the inner city on a continuous basis. It's appalling, Jim. I walked by um, the uh, the office there where those migrants are expected to turn up, um, having come from another country from which they are seeking asylum or, or seeking refuge. And to see rows and rows of tents, I actually couldn't get my head around what I was looking at until it was explained to me by somebody else. That is, we, we can talk about people's opinions, we can talk about protests. Ultimately, it's a failure by your government to provide safe accommodation for people seeking asylum. On one level, that's correct. But, Jonathan, I think we need to put it into On every level, that's correct, Jim. Well, it's not. If you'd let me answer the question. If you look at it, at present, the government and the state, the people are accommodating 84,000 people who are either seeking international protection or who have temporary protection. So that's a huge number of people in respect of which the state is fulfilling its obligations. But you're correct. At present, there are 520. It's a much small fraction of the total number. But there are 520 people without accommodation. And you're right, the state has an obligation to provide them with accommodation. And that's why I welcome the fact that Minister O'Gorman has announced yesterday that hundreds more uh, units or beds are going to come on stream this week. And that will hopefully deal with the issue. We knew this was coming. It's not as if the number of asylum seekers was going to go down. We know that there is no spare accommodation. How can we magic up hundreds of beds that couldn't have been magicked up three weeks ago? But Jonathan, nobody's suggesting this is easy and every government representative that you get on your programme will state that the country is finding it difficult to provide the accommodation for such large numbers that have come in. Like in the past 18 months, the state has welcomed in approximately 100,000 migrants. And I think it is an extraordinary achievement on the part of the state that we are at present able to provide accommodation for 84,000 of them who are seeking international yeah, protection that, that, or who cold, have temporary pat, protection. Patting yourselves on the back is cold comfort for those in a tent who are sitting on Mount Street. Well, I think there has to be a recognition that we, we can't just conjure up beds and accommodation overnight. And the numbers are very significant that has come in. But if you look at what the state has done, we have been innovative in trying to find accommodation using um, military barracks. I know there's dormitory-style accommodation that's been provided in about four or five military barracks. Obviously, a lot of the hotels now want to get their rooms back for the summer months. It's not easy, Jonathan. But all I can say to you is that the government recognises its responsibility towards the people in the tents. And what we can't do, however, is allow it to be normalised that people can pitch up tents, because that's not suitable on busy city streets or anywhere. 
We need well, we to provide no- appropriate land for people we in order that they can be accommodated homelessness there. in hotels uh, a couple of years ago. That now is the standard, unfortunately, for people who find themselves without homes. But just before I move on to Brendan O'Connor of the GRA, um, where do the Gardaí sit in this, in your opinion? Are there issues with staffing that results in opportunistic thugs uh, taking advantage? Well, listen, unquestionably, the people who were involved in that violence at the weekend were involved in thuggery. They were thugs. But my own experience of the Gardaí in the southeast inner city is that they do an extremely good job. The Garda station there is in Pier Street. And I know that the Gardaí are available and uh, if required, and if there's any further threat to the individuals in the tents, the Gardaí will be there for them. Obviously, the Gardaí can't guarantee that a crime will not occur. And obviously, as a public representative, I would like to see more Gardaí on the streets. But look, I'm confident that the Gardaí will be able to perform their duties, but that's notwithstanding the fact that I would like to see more resources and more Gardaí on the streets for all of us. Jim O'Callaghan of Fianna Fáil, thank you for that. Brendan O'Connor, President of the Gardaí Representative Association, good morning to you. Good morning, Jonathan. Um, your members find themselves in a difficult position. Last night in Inch in County Clare, you had to come out to deal with people who were engaging in what is a peaceful protest, it has to be said. And then you have the not-so-peaceful protest that you had in Dublin. How do the Gardaí walk this line? Well, the Gardaí are just duty-bound to respond to incidents as they arise and try and react and provide an adequate response. But that is becoming more and more difficult across the nation, from places like the Hinch to the very city centre of Dublin, where falling Garda numbers is really impacting the service available to the public. And now we see a new policing challenge being introduced, and that's what the police should be able to do is respond to unforeseen circumstances. But unfortunately, we are again asking more, less people to do more. We don't have that capacity, and it's causing an unbelievable strain on the service. So we think this highlights the issues of the fact that falling Garda numbers and, 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 and the, the crisis of policing is found. And so the question has to be asked, where are the guards going to come from to, to address this issue? It either means the, redeploying people away from already um, depleted services and units or else cancelling people's rest. Isn't that uh, just well, simply unsustainable? One source in the Irish Times, one guard the source this morning, said that Taoiseach appeared to be trying to deflect from housing policy failures that resulted in asylum seekers sleeping in tents on the streets. Do you agree? Uh, I don't know. What, I would not agree if I agree with that sentiment. But, I mean, of course... It's interesting that these comments that were published in, in the Irish Times today, there's no name to them. So these unnamed um, sources within Garda management that say everything is hunky-dory and we'll be able to manage, uh, we believe that is far from the reality of what our members that are on the front line, the people actually responding deployed to these incidents are telling us. There's an absolute crisis on the front line. But the problem is, uh, Brendan, there there are regular units who are responding to these calls and then if if necessary, reinforcements are brought in. Do we not need a, and this is the purpose of today, a proper policing strategy to deal with far-right protests who are taking advantage of cracks appearing in society because of this? Yes, we would see that there definitely needs to be a policing plan. Nobody can predict where these incidents will occur if there isn't intelligence. But as you say, if the units that have been deployed are young, inexperienced Gardaí, a lot of them not even trained to drive to get there urgently, no public order training in relation to tactics ever, trying to manage crisis situations as they emerge. It's just simply not a sustainable way to police. And it's a, it's a damning indictment of the modernisation and change agenda that's been ran through. And Mount Street is just around the corner from, I heard Deputy Collins refer to Pier Street, we had a, a station there in Harcourt Terrace that was manned and staffed and had a deployment of personnel. It's gone. The uh, Hinch is in Clare. It's earmarked to be shoehorned into a new division with Tipperary, which is not a natural fit. So just 
the way it's, the policing is in crisis, we don't even have the number, and these new initiatives that have been rolled out simply aren't delivering. And very few people, if any of the organisation, has any confidence in the direction in which things are going, and the government needs to take control of this and say, why is it that policing is in such a crisis? We did our own research, 27, less than, only 27% of people we polled would recommend a career in Garda Shikana to okay. close family friend. It's, 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 it's something that just needs to be grappled and something needs to be addressed. But this is highlighting the issues of bringing focus on them from our perspective and the perspective we come to the conversation. Of Rendon O'Connor, President of the Garda Representative Association. Thank you for that. Problems everywhere, very few solutions, Shane. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.